We're gonna continue talking about this novel, Killer Brothers, by Tim Tibble C. And uh, it might sound alien, but everything indeed carries vibrational energy, self-consciousness is energy, and music is energy, people's opinion is also energy. That's why low vibration exists, and vibrational pattern can calculate anything. This novel is mostly fiction inspired on true events, that might happen to somebody, names, changes, characters also. Places, incidents are either product of imagination and resemblance to actual people living on dead events or locals entirely coincidence or have been changed. Fair use. However, please consider this book as a sci-fi. Any resemblance just coincidence and the whole story honestly unbelievably mind-blowing. So please read and listen us on podcasts and ebooks. And portion of this novel contains third-party content constitute fair, fair use. Under copyright laws, uh, works are meant to be educational, scholar nature, which is protected by criticism, protected by fair use laws. Prologue. My name is Leia, Tim C, public relationship agency, also known as True Start, and detective attorney Matt Blues, a New York business partner. He likes to investigate uh, reality TV crime, and um, this time we decide to investigate strange case about two rich brothers who were accused of uh, their parents' death. This novel was inspired on true events. There could be a lot more victims on this kind of family business practices, so please read and listen us on other podcasts and novels. And we would like to bring our opinion, speculation, so stay tuned. So Detective Matt decided to investigate this case after boy's family came to agency asking for help to investigate the murder of their parents. They were actually accused and charged with their parents, uh, trial there was a trial and it's a lot of questions to solve in this novel if boys were really killed uh, really killed their parents to get money inheritance or it just said case of unsolved home burglary a true life events novel was inspired from a lot more victims could be that's why we would like to bring our opinion and speculation so stay tuned and it's episode three chapter eight Beverly Hills lifestyle. Around the same time, family decided that they were going to move to Beverly Hills, California, into a famous mansion. This place was very fancy. It's worth four million dollars, six-bedroom Mediterranean-style mansion. It has a courtyard, tennis court, a pool, a guest house. A lot of famous people have actually lived there, including Michael Jackson, Elton John, Saudi Prince. And uh, when Mendes family moved there, of course, they were feeling really good about themselves. They felt like they really made it. They had a perfect life, and it seems to make it even more perfect lifestyle uh, when their first son ended up getting into Princeton, like uh, they hoped for, for it so much. And Kyle ended up deciding to study business like his dad, encouraging him to do that, to follow his steps. Once Kyle got into school, it, uh, it really wasn't his thing. During his first freshman year, Kyle was put on academic probation for his poor grades. He was pretty much not even going to classes. He got really into bad parties and social life of the college. And then it really came crashing down for him because he got caught plagiarizing the whole psychology class. And normally, when the boys got in trouble, Harvey just um, would come and try to see if he could just buy the system or go around the system. Maybe write a check to, to get his sons out of the trouble. 
So he decided to do this this time, but the dean of the school wasn't having it, getting it. So Kyle ended up being suspended for a whole year. This is really pissed off here, Harvey. He wasn't mad at Kyle, though. Of course not. He was mad at university for expelling his son. How could they do that? As, so, as, as you can see, Kyle and Rick were never held responsible for anything. Um, especially, everything was somebody else's fault all the time. And it was all about them. How since... Now, since he cannot cheat on system, Harvey decided um, to give his son a job at his um, office, uh, at, at his uh, company. He was CFO at Life Entertainment, and Harvey was hoping his son could just slide in. Slide in and just um, go up... Uh, on professional ledger instead of uh, going to prestige college the way Harvey did. But it wasn't the reality because Kyle hated this job. He was a terrible worker. Most days he came in late, acted like he didn't care given anything about it and just wouldn't walk around the office. Talking to people barely doing any work. Kyle would normally clock out early to go to play tennis or play golf. Tennis co-worker said that working with him was a nightmare. It was clear that he was only working for live entertainment because of his dead Harvey and um, not because he actually cared about business anyway and profitability and production. But eventually this all caught up with Kyle and even having his dad as the CEO of the company wasn't enough to save his job. He was fired from live entertainment. Meanwhile, Rick, a youngest son of the Javier Mendes, uh, was also in high school, he was playing tennis, he was also acting, and he actually won a prize for best actor. And But what he really wanted to do was uh, writing, writing books and novels. He was really into it, and his friend then spent a lot of time writing together, imagining stuff, it was fun. And the two of them actually co-wrote a screenplay together, they was, uh, they called Buddies. It was actually a story about a young man who murdered his parents to inherit all the in inheritance money. Now Mickey, mom of the boys, was really into the son work. She was really proud of his writing. She loved the book for some reason and everything that he was doing. However, uh, Javi didn't show much interest in it. And it was really hard for Rick. You know, uh, he never felt that he's dead. That his dad, uh, he was good enough for his dad. And Harvey didn't think uh, th uh, that uh, his boys were good enough at all. He was super disappointed in Kyle, the oldest son, because he dropped out of the prestige school, Princeton, because he failed the job at the prestige uh, firm. And Harvey was disappointed in Rick too. It seems like he, he was even considering taking them out of his will. And we are not sure if maybe he was planning on taking them out all together or maybe altering a little bit so they would get uh, the money when they are a little bit older and more responsible. Chapter 8, Yacht Vacations. Chapter 9. 
So there was a lot of tension between um, Amanda's family members and uh, a lot of more anyone that anyone could even imagine, possibly known. And this brings us to August 19, 1988. On that day, Javi and Mickey had a chartered yacht called the Motion Picture Marine, and they took Kyle and Rick to shark fishing into Marina del Rey. At this time, Kyle was 21 and Rick was 18. They all set uh, sail the morning on the yacht. An entire Mendes family, this crew, the captain, captain's girlfriend, noticed that the day family seem, seems off. They seem to be disconnected between the, each other and uh, they didn't spend much time together on the yacht. They didn't seem talking too much at all or enjoying it. And the boys ended up distancing themselves from, from Mickey and Javier. They went um, and sat on a different side of the boat than, um, than other people and um, seemed to want to be around and seemed and didn't seem they wanted to be around the parents at all. Chapter 10, movie night. Next day was August 20th and Mendes' mate was off. They had mate and she didn't work on Sundays. And boys ended up deciding to go to see a movie together that night. And, uh, and Javi and Mickey decided to watch their own movie at home at the beautiful den. The den was at the back house. It was dark cozy where they could be... eating some vanilla ice cream, ice strawberries, and just lunging around. Mickey was in her sweats, and um, they just watching their movie, and then having ice cream. It was when all of a sudden at 10 p.m., Rick and Kyle burst into the room with the guns, and the two of them obviously completely shocked to see their kids standing with the shotguns in front of them, and they start shooting them right away. They both walk in, and Kyle didn't hesitate at all. He shot his dad in the back of his head, he used the Mossberg 12-gauge shotgun, and it didn't a lot of damage. And the plan was for Rick to shoot his mother, but he was panicking, and Kyle ended up having to do it for Rick. However, Mickey was escaped from the room, and she ran out trying to get help. She ran, out, she ran over the sofa, out of the door, and down the hall, and then the Kyle ended, ended up shooting her as well. He shot her in the leg at close range. It was powerful and painful. It shattered here's the whole leg bone so they continued to shoot them until they were out of ammunition completely but mickey was still alive she was just laying on the floor in shock from pain and so and from what's going on because uh, her two children beloved children went outside to reload the guns while they were outside outside mickey tried to get help but she slipped on her own blood and fell this is on the ground and when the kids got back, uh, the boys continued shooting and they shot her in the face and then killed her instantly. Rick actually shot her twice to make sure she wasn't really dead. She was really dead. Um, she was shot total of ten times in her leg, in the arm, in the chest, and of course her face, and she was completely unrecognizable. It was overkilling. It was brutal. Harvey's death was brutal too, but he was shot only six times. And he had a lot of um, hole in the back of his head, size of a fist. That's uh, how big uh, was that because it was so 
large, close range. And uh, they had uh, unloaded total of 15 rounds and they decided to make it look like a, a, some kind of mob burglary hit their parents. So boys, boys ended up shooting both of the parents one more time than needed. Harvey was only 45 years old when he died and Mickey was 47. And then at 11, 40 a.m. call came into dispatch from Kyle. So it actually took officers a while to get to the scene. It's weird because brothers expected police to be extremely quick. They figured someone had to call the police and plus there were officers, you know, patrolling in a fancy rich neighborhood. This kind of stuff doesn't happen there. And they thought the gunshots would attract a bunch of police, but they were shocked to see nobody. And we just they just waiting outside and no no one show up. So police eventually show up and they did um and but it wasn't quick and you you expect police to come sooner. And Mendes brother came out of the house hysterically screaming. They scream really traumatized Rick collapsed on, onto the lawn, curled up in a ball. He was shaking, hyperventilating, just scream uncontrollably. According to the officers, Kyle was trying to comf comfort him. But it was also hysterical, and the officers who were there said uh, that the grief just seemed to be genuine. They seemed um, heartbroken, uh, petrified. They seemed to be heartbroken, petrified, like someone had uh, really come in, come in and murdered their parents in front of their eyes even though it was them who murdered the parents. And they just go outside in this horror scene and the den is covered in blood and the ice cream on the floor, the balls uh, of ice cream spilled and the, into the bodies in, in the blood, disfigured because they had been shot so many times, uh, so bodies were unrecognizable. Quote, when I walk into the room, you know, the television was on and you know, the blood was in body parts all over the place. So we saw this like bomb blown out. Of course, we start investigation with the boys, the police said. However, brother said they originally had uh, tried to see a license to kill movie. But it was sold out, so they ended up going to Batman instead. Then after this, they said they went into festival and came home to the scene and police found them to be very credible. So police believed in the whole brother's story. And they decided not to even test their hands for gunshot, gunshot residue, which is very weird because it normally just a strange procedure for anyone who is in a crime scene of being involved, of one near crime scene, and the gunshot residue tests are mandatory. And police were so moved out by emotions of the boys having it, so they just figure out that no, there is no way those boys could shut the parents. And it was uh, some kind of random hit, and, and it was probably a mob related because because of the style and the boys really pushed this, this this story they thought it made a lot of sense too they said the father had some connections possibly organized crimes and a lot of people wanted to kill them 
there's people out there in the world want to see Harvey dead. But as detectives started to look into the map theory a little more, analyzed the crime scene, they felt like map theory just didn't actually check out the main reason being this crime and was messy and it looked personal normally. So they come in and they shot a person in the head. So if they do that, they just quickly would leave in the place because they didn't want to be noticed or cut. But this was the blood bus plus uh, figured Mickey probably would have been kept alive because she wouldn't she uh, she wouldn't have been a target. Plus she figured out there are plenty of other people could have done it uh, who hated Harvey in his career. He had um, belittled and humiliated a lot of people. So there is a lot of people who actually have been seeking revenge on Harvey. They interview several co-workers and ex-employers, but nothing planned. No one seemed like they were angry at, at uh, Javi at all. I don't mean to get, uh, and I mean don't get me wrong, plenty of people hated uh, his guts, but um, they didn't want to kill him. When people find out in the community that Mickey was also killed, they were pretty shocked, especially Mickey. Uh, because Mickey was a wonderful person, loving mom and, and wife, and she seems to be a really devoted and caring person and kind. Why would anyone on earth would want to kill her such a brutal way, brutal way? No one thought it would have been Rick and Kyle that time, but they still were sticking to this story. And they, they acted incredibly devastating by a loss of their parents and also were very scared. Boys start living life in hotels. Right after the, uh, the parents were killed, claiming that they were too afraid to be in a house where everything happened, and they ended up getting bodyguards and start wearing bullyproof vests. But they also start taking advantage of the money right away. The boys started spending the parents' money. Uh, uh, Wales immediately, or oh, in August 25th, literally the day before the parents' uh, funeral, and Kyle ended up buying expensive Rolex watch, uh, which cost $60,000. They show up at the funeral all uh, dressed up. In a brand in a brand new shoes and clothes and they show up later boys were acting very odd few people noted that especially kyle he started making like casual jokes about how his father uh, was about filing his uh, filing how he was about filling his father's shoes he was basically speaking literally about his new shoes He was actually talking to another friend about how they could get tickets to USC Open and the people thought that it was very strange because it was conversation happened at the big funeral when everybody was just sad and, and the boys were talking about already entertainment and uh, sports tickets and movie tickets and some kind of celebrity events. There were like 200 people there but very few of these people were actually friends of Javi and Mickey. They didn't because uh, Javi and Mickey didn't really have any many 
many friends. And uh, didn't attend a lot of social events. So a lot of these people were just people who worked uh, with Javi. And probably people that didn't even like him. Then they also have a second funeral service. And a few days later, this time Kyle gave one of the eulogies. And he talked about how much he loved his father. And how he was proud of him. And he would miss him so much. Chapter 11. Life after death. 